Hi, I'm Diane Hullett, and welcome to the Best Life, Best Death podcast. Today, I don't have a special guest. It's just me. And I want to talk about something that always seems to come up for me in the month of January, which has to do with cleaning out my stuff. Somehow, every year in January, when the new year turns over, I think, okay, this is it. This is the month I'm going to tackle that, oh, you know, junk drawer in the kitchen that's overflowing with tape and lighters and bits of string and odd pencils. Or I'm going to tackle the front hall closet that's got coats that need to be donated and a box I stuffed in there with something that I need to pass on. Or maybe it's going to be under the bathroom sink where I've collected too many tubes of cortisone and extra toothpaste when I went shopping at Costco. So I want to talk about stuff. And you may have heard the phrase Swedish death cleaning. I had heard that phrase and I thought it was a very intriguing one and I wanted to find out more about it. So I bought the book by Margareta Magnusson. It's beautifully titled. It's called The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. And I also reviewed a book, which I read some years back by Marie Kondo, very famous, called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. So from these two books, I want to sort of put together a do's and don'ts of purging your stuff that I have found to be useful. So I think there's three stages to this. Number one is how to begin. Number two is how to keep going. And number three is when are you finished? So I'm going to talk about those three steps. How to begin. Well, I love this phrase, Swedish death cleaning, because um, Margareta Magnuson talks about how, you know, it it's, it could be in part seen as preparing your home surroundings so that when you are gone, you're not leaving a big mess for those behind to clean up. But she says, you know, sometimes you just realize that you can hardly close your drawers or barely shut your closet door. And when that happens, it is definitely time to do something, even if you are only in your 30s. You could call that kind of cleaning dostenning, death cleaning too, even if you may be many, many years away from dying. So I think this is something we can consider at any age, but I think for many people when they're sort of ah, over the age of 50, maybe they've had kids who've moved out or made some kind of major life change or downsized, it begins to feel more pressing, this idea that we, we carry a lot of stuff often. So the thing that I like to do first is I like to make a list of the places in my house that I feel could use some looking at. And my list, when I make a list like this, I prefer that my list has check boxes because boy, do I like checking those boxes off when I'm done. Number two, there are two schools of thought. Some people say, go to what's easiest and do that first. And other people say, go to what's hard. What's the thing you've really, really been avoiding, like trying on the coats in the front hall closet or the kitchen junk drawer, as we said, or maybe you've got a pantry that's full of unused things and um, expired food and pans you don't use anymore, that kind of thing. So I think this is a place where you have to, you do you, you know, do you like to go and do the easy thing to warm yourself up? Or do you like to go right towards the thing you've been avoiding the most? both work. Either way, I love Marie Kondo's advice. And what she says is whatever place it is that you're cleaning, take 
everything out and then clean the interior of that place and then put back only what you want. I have found this to be incredibly refreshing. It, it feels sort of counterintuitive because you kind of make a big mess in the middle of cleaning, but say you're tackling something small, say you're tired of your you know, drawer of plastic containers being all messy. So take all those plastic containers out, wipe out the drawer, check to see which ones have matching lids and what's cracked and what needs to be thrown away or passed on to somebody else, and then put everything back in an organized way. I find this makes a big difference. I've only done it one time with my clothing closet. This was Marie Kondo advice. She said, take everything out of where you store your clothes, whether it's drawers or a closet or a, a, you know, a standing wardrobe of some kind, pull everything out, lay it all in one big pile on the floor or the bed, and then clean that closet space and clean those drawers and then slowly put things back. And she recommends that you try everything on. And as I said, I've only done this one time, but I found it really fascinating because what I put back was not what I expected. And what I took away and donated was very different than if I just sort of flipped through my hangers thinking about it, right? So I really recommend that. Whether you're going big or small, take it all out and then put back just what you want. Um, Next, under this section of how to begin, you've got to have a place for the stuff to go. This is the big hangup for me. I sometimes stumble over. I can pull things out, but then they sit in a box somewhere. Um, so you've got to have a place for it to go and make that plan first, whether it's calling a place in your area that picks up donations, whether it's making a plan to go to a thrift store on a certain day of the week, whether it's a family in need that you know that you could pass some things on to. And get support for this. Um, call a friend, get a buddy, and make a plan for the day you're going to donate these things. Or you, maybe you need help loading your car or you want to borrow a truck. Okay, so that's my advice on how to begin. Make a list, two schools of thought, easy or hard, and either way, take it all out. And then fourth, figure out a place where it's all going to go. So my second big category here is how to keep going. I think, number one, you've got to pick a time that works for you. If you know you're a morning person, get up and tackle this a few mornings in a row. Set aside some time to make this happen. If you know you like to sit on the floor and go through a drawer in the evening, do it like that. Whatever time of day works for you. Uh, secondly, I, I really like this idea of having a buddy, having a friend who's also cleaning at the same time. And I think that makes for great accountability. Um, the other way to keep going is that I think you'll see how good it feels. It really does feel good. It really is true that one man's trash is another man's treasure or whatever the modern version of that phrase would be. Um, you really will find that it feels good to know that your things are going to be used by somebody else. And I find, and both uh, Margareta Magnuson and Marie Kondo talk about appreciating your objects. You can appreciate the thing that you are getting rid of even if you no longer use it, you can say, oh, this beautiful, this beautiful lasagna pan. I remember when I bought it and now it's kind of chipped and I never make lasagna anymore and it's taking up too much room in my cabinet and I know I don't want to keep this, but this was such a great find when I got it all those years ago and I love that somebody new is going to appreciate this lasagna pan. 
I think a lot of us get stuck in the place of, but I might want to make lasagna someday. Are you with me on this, right? We kind of hang on to things just in case we need them down the road. I try to remind myself, I could go buy a new lasagna pan. I could borrow a lasagna pan from a friend for that time three years from now that I want to make lasagna. Or I might make it in one of those big foil pans that you get that are recyclable because I know I'm going to be making lasagna for a party and I don't want to leave my pan there anyway. So think about what kind of um, works for you to appreciate the item and then also let it be gone from your house if you no longer have room in your mind, heart, or cabinet. So um, yes, I think here are some do nots that I found. Do not pile things you want to get rid of and then put them in a box and then put that box back in a closet. Do not do that. I've tried it. It's very ineffective. Also, do not load bags with things in them to give away. Load the bags in your car. Drive those things around for a couple of weeks, not having time to go to the thrift store, and then need to put something in your car and unload those bags out of your car back into your house. Do, do not do that. This is another big do not. No, no, no. You want to have these clear stages of making a plan of attack, executing stage one, and then get the things gone. Um, both Marie Kondo and Margareta Magnuson recommend not starting with difficult emotional things that are big projects like letters and photos. Those I'm going to have to save for another podcast because that is a whole other um, thing to discuss, what to do with those, how to appreciate those. So today I'm really focusing on things that are more like clutter, the things you don't even really know you have anymore. Um, as Margareta says, she says, start by checking the basement or the attic or the cupboards by your front door. These are areas are great places to temporarily get rid of your excess which means many of the things you have in storage there have probably been standing there for ages and you may have even forgotten what it is you have there. Good for you because you will now realize that you will not miss anything if you throw it away. So those are my big pieces of advice. As for the last question I pose, how to begin, how to keep going, and when you are finished, well, as far as I can tell, you are never finished unless you have downsized into a really, really small place and you just have a few treasured belongings and favorite sheets. Otherwise, you probably are always in some stage of Swedish death cleaning, or as Marie Kondo says, you are in the process of the life-changing magic of tidying up. I'm Diane Hullett, and this has been the Best Life, Best Death podcast. Hope you got some ideas on purging and may you all have a great season of purging this January. You can find out more about Best Life, Best Death at my website or listen up and stay tuned for next week's podcast. Thanks for joining me. Mm -hmm.